What do you get when you mix potty training, social distancing, and a year of our ranting and bitching? You get a good reason to need movies after work. Hey there, guys. It's Thomas Green. And I'm Alex Diaz. He's back! Oh my god! <laughs> the much, the much awaited, much anticipated return. Yes, the the of the my, of my life. The comeback. The inevitable, the the much much needed comeback. Though it should be said, we are we are being good good American citizens, and and we are keeping our distance. Very much so. Uh, I'm uh, I'm recording from the same place that I've been recording from all this time. So. Yeah, give or take, couple couple hours <laughs> away from each other right now. So, <laughs> yeah, this is our second only ever episode that we've recorded together where we're not physically in the same room. So yes, the other the audio one quality should be poor. You can blame that. Well, that's the but, fun. That's the funny thing, though, is that. The first, the, the only other one was Captain Marvel, our second episode, and until Green Room, until the Green Room episode, I believe it was our most listened to episode. So, you know, what you guys are telling us is you like it when the audio quality is a little questionable, um, <laughs> a little fuzzy, a little, I don't know how I, like... Like, are they recording this through, like, soup cans? Like, that seems to be... That seems to be our, our, our wheelhouse, apparently, so... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I imagine I imagine lots of love for this one. The audio, <laughs> the, the audio quality, we can, we can excuse. The, the content and quality of the of the actual recording that's that's on us no no we, we we can't make up any excuses for that i i i don't drink and i think there's only been a couple episodes that have driven you to it so <laughs> and then what microwave massacre and maybe one other led you to actually bring alcohol to the recording yeah yeah that, that was excusable yeah yeah, I, I, I feel like John W. would give a pass to alcohol after watching Microwave Massacre. Uh, but yeah, um, we are back after uh, a, a much unexpected absence due to uh, lots of personal stuff, lots of figuring out tech, lots of... We tried recording at one point, and the... The technology just was not allowing us, no matter what we tried, for whatever reason. So, but we are, we're, we're finally back recording, which is great. Maybe. Sorry, you're, you're breaking a little bit there, Tom. Oh. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, there was a, I had a lot of work on my plate, um, which forced me to be absent quite a few times um and then i was laid off from work and you know i didn't feel it was right that i recorded a podcast called movies after work while i wasn't working <laughs> so that was that's my excuse for not not being there for so many weeks <laughs> that's a that's a good enough i don't know i can't remember how much of any recording i did while i was unemployed but but I, I certainly get that. Yeah, and we also, I, I um, yes, yeah, so we had all that. I had the uh, the month of February. I pretty much lived at the theater doing the the show that I was in. Um, yep. so that made that made recording hard because I was constantly coming home around the time that we would groggily get to the get to the recording process. So even just watching a movie in yeah. itself was it was a difficult process. <laughs> so I did actually come up to your show at one time which obviously you're aware of but I'm making the list and you know you all the disservice by not being in more performances because you were truly great up there <laughs> That's... and I'm not just I'm not just sucking Tom's dick for for, for the sake of uh, podcast no because again social distancing that would that would be very bad <laughs> don't want that 
<laughs> with social distancing, that, that would not be appropriate. Um, no, it's very nice of you to say. Um, it was, I mean, it was, it was definitely an experience to say the least, uh, to be, to be doing that, um, to be doing that for the first time in almost a decade to be on stage. Uh, hopefully, hopefully doing the, yeah. hopefully doing, I had to do a, 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 an English accent for the show. I had to be British for the show. So hopefully there weren't, um, people knowing somewhere that there was a awful British accent being, being performed by somebody. You also, you also do our audience a disservice when you do your fake British accent, that's just abominable. Yeah. <laughs> because what you did on stage was actually quite, quite good. So. <laughs> that, that, that one, there's... He didn't, he didn't scare any, uh, any Brits out of the theater. Well, I don't, I don't know if there were any. <laughs> small, small little town in, in Pennsylvania. I don't think we have that much culture living inside of it. So I, I think that that benefited me greatly. Yeah. But yeah, so I did that, um, did that, which was, you know, it was a fun experience, but it definitely made it hard for me to, to sit down behind the, the microphone and record. Um, but we are, we are back to doing it. Um, and I mean, obviously the elephant in the room right now that kind of has to get discussed to some capacity is, uh, this whole, virus situation and the, the quarantining that we're all having to do. Um, hopefully, hopefully to anyone listening to this, you are staying safe. You are staying healthy. Uh, that is the most important thing right now above all else. Um, I know, I know for myself, I know, uh, for, for many of you that I talk to a lot on Twitter, um, it sucks not being able to, to get out of the house. It sucks to, um, not be able to go to the movies. Um, yeah, you know, it sucks to, it sucks to not be able to have that sort of getting, getting out into the real world. So hopefully you're not going to stir crazy. Um, people listening, hopefully you're staying as mentally sound and healthy as the, as the rest of you is. And the most the most important thing, you know, obviously is is you know we made a joke about it earlier, but social distancing is tremendously important. Um, even if you don't think you are sick, even if you don't think the people you're visiting are sick, you could potentially be a carrier. Um, I know I haven't seen my immediate family within the last two weeks or so, and it's, it's been difficult. Um, but the the point is, if you don't live with them, you shouldn't be exposing yourself to them. You shouldn't be exposing them to you and any potential hazards that anybody could be carrying right now. Um, it's for the betterment of everyone and it's difficult, but it's what we have to be doing right now. Yeah. And I know for both of us, it sucks because we both have toddlers. Um, you know, and for me, it, you know, I've got a wife who's got, who's, she's immunocompromised. So, uh, I, you know, I, it's not even thinking about myself in this sort of a situation. It's, it's about, you know, it's about them. You know, they are like, even, even if I can get through without too much issue, even if that were the case for them, it's, it's not as simple a thing. So. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully some of these amazing movies and that, that we've all been excited for are able to get new release dates and, and get themselves into theaters so we can get into the theaters. I know obviously for, for both of us, black widow is a big one. Um, in the Heights is another one yeah. that I was sad to hear has to get delayed, but you know, I understand. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, you know, the, this, this reaches a conclusion soon that is po- a positive one. And we can all yeah. resume life. That's, I mean, that's the big. Yeah. What What do you think of uh, theaters turning to um, 
streaming outlets into to rental opportunities uh, for movies that would otherwise be in theaters right now. Uh, I think what they did with the with the hunt and the Invisible Man, Onward uh, is and another one. Trolls World Tour is really smart. Um, but I'll be a... Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's. I think obviously it's... for films of the caliber of Black Widow and uh, Fast Nine, they don't want to miss out on those potentially billion dollar grossing, uh, you know, runs in theaters. Yeah. Well, and you also, when you're doing this sort of streaming thing, you run the risk of dealing with um, piracy on a on a yeah. on a whole other level. Uh, I think it's I think it's safe to say that unfortunately for for the people who made the movie, there's not going to be a lot of piracy for movies like Trolls World Tour, um, but for a movie like Black <laughs> Widow, there there's much more of a risk, and unfortunately, uh, it's the it's those people that it's it's those people that you have to get halfway through the credits to see their names that get affected when people start doing all their piracy. So. And they're already yeah. they're yeah, already hurting true. enough right now. What with you know the amount of TV shows that are you know basically don't have a aren't going to have a season finale this season. It's the first time that we've had this kind of a situation since the writers' strike um, back in oh eight oh nine, where TV seasons were you know somewhere between half and three quarters the size that they were they normally are that they were scheduled to be because of what happened. Yeah. So it's, well, I think it's, I think it's good for films like, like birds of prey and and like the hunt and like, uh, invisible man. I do think that they have kind of found a new audience or people who might not have gone out to the theater to see it, but they can rent it in their home for $20 um, a lot of people can justify that, especially if they're going to spend that when they go out to see it in theaters with their family. Um, and I'm, I'm honestly surprised that we haven't seen uh, Sonic and some other movies on streaming services or at least available to rent yet. Um, I, I think... appreciate seeing Onward uh, available to, to buy now because um, Onward is definitely one that people should see. I think Sonic is going to be in this this coming week. I think this... I think I heard this Tuesday. Um, it would become available. So okay. So I I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of extra factors into the, into this kind of stuff, but yeah, I imagine that we're gonna find ourselves in this gap period where all the movies that you could have seen in theaters are available on video, and if if they hadn't been in theaters at all yet, then you just have to wait. Otherwise, they're available. We're probably going to, by, I'd say, middle of April, it's probably going to be, there isn't a single movie in theaters, and every movie that has ever been released is available to rent or buy online. Yeah. If I can, I, if I could speak selfishly for a moment and kind of, um, you know, make a, make a, make a joke of this or make light of this, but could you imagine if this happened a year ago and we had to wait for Endgame? You, you just stressed me out <laughs> just saying that. I can't like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I might've sent my, my wife and my child away and said, you know what? I'm, I, I'm going to go see the movie and then they can test me on the way out because I, I, yeah, that would have that would have been tough. That would have been very tough. Uh, that that would have sucked. It's you know more more reason to believe this is a Disney conspiracy. I don't know if Disney's gotten blamed for this yet, but they get blamed for a lot. So you know, Disney waited to increase the hype for Black Widow. That's what this is all about. They saw other movies were starting to do well in theaters, so they unleashed the virus so Onward wouldn't lose its fame. Seriously, though, I guarantee you if I looked, I could find that somebody had started some sort of conspiracy like that. But, yeah, so, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's move on from there. Um, we did get to see one movie. Um, real quick at the beginning of February before my life got too crazy. 
Um, and so we got to go see it, and it was Sonic the Hedgehog, which uh, yes. we were very excited to go see. Uh, one trailer stuck out for us, and it's going to be our, our, our whole trailer segment, because it's just too many trailers to try to remember and sift through. But uh, it was the trailer for Rumble. Yeah. A movie which... If this movie doesn't go... <laughs> If this movie doesn't go directly to streaming services, I will be shocked. If, I mean, I'm still trying to remember if the title was in the trailer. I feel like we debated that. I feel like, I feel like the word rumble (laughs) might've come up in the trailer and we stood there and went, so wait, was that part of the tagline or is that the name of the movie? And they forgot to tell us what the name of the movie, like what? Yeah, there was nothing to... To specify, yeah. There was nothing in the in the text or the font to get it from any any other word they were throwing at us. It's it's strange to see a movie that so it so clearly fits in the Venn diagram of the people that saw Real Steel with Hugh Jackman, the people that saw Monsters vs. Aliens with uh, Reese Witherspoon. And then right in the center of that Venn diagram, which is already a pretty small Venn diagram to begin with, you have Rumble. Like, do you like animated movies about monsters? And you like movies about strange things fighting? We finally made this movie. We probably are going to want to see it in the first week. I think the talk of of this movie was so traumatic to do as that he that I lost him. Oh, he's back. Sorry, I was, you were cutting in and out. I <laughs> I, I just I just figured the the trauma of remembering that trailer was because the thing is I don't remember much about that trailer. Oh, yeah, it we did in, it did me in for a minute. We we spent I I think we not most we spent the entire trailer trying to figure out whose voice it was, and it I, it ended up yeah, being Will Arnett. It was, but uh, yes, but it was Will Arnett doing a strange like Seth Rogen impression. Yeah, it was Will Arnett doing a Seth Rogen impression, which then as a result just sounded like nobody. So, yeah, we sat there, we sat there for the entire trailer trying to figure that out. So I don't really remember much of the trailer and I get trailers recommended to me constantly old and new on my YouTube because I watch them on there all the time. Even that one never gets popped. That one has never popped up as, oh, you Mm -hmm. should watch this. Even YouTube's like, no, eh, you're good. Yeah, no. YouTube, the land of, hey, here is two British kids eating gummies and, and raiding them. Or here's some little kid who's become famous for going, look, it's a toy. Hey. Even they just went, yeah, you don't need to waste your time looking at this trailer. My, my nieces and nephews are maybe well too aware of the stupidity on YouTube. Yeah, but... Then we got to watch Sonic, which, you know, it it should not have been something that could have been sat through. It really shouldn't have. But, I I mean, I, I think we both came out of it agreeing that if anyone besides Ben Schwartz had played Sonic, we, it probably would have been insufferable. I don't know if it would have joined... Pacific Rim Uprising as a movie that we both walked out of, but it, it would have been up there. Yeah. It would have, it would have definitely been up there for us. I think, I think we would have hit our limit, but I mean, yeah, overall it was, I mean, overall it was a solid movie. Um, you know, it's a kid's movie, so you can't really expect too much genius to it. But yeah, yeah. Um, 
it, the movie kind of bashes on San Francisco in the weirdest way, though, because it takes them, what, like, a, a few, like, three, four days to, to get there from where they are, maybe even longer? Trying to th- I'm just trying to think about what exactly yeah. the timeline was. Yeah, a couple days. Yeah, and in that time, that building... Its window, its exterior is never cleaned because the bag of rings is still there. So already yeah. we're 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 it's like a weird dig at San Francisco. I kind of sat there thinking that the whole movie going. <laughs> I've never worked somewhere where you're allowed to just not clean areas that anyone can access. Like, <laughs> and like even if you're like, oh well, you're you know how often are you allowed on rooftops? That's fine, but you still got window cleaners. Like they still like. One of them should have been out there cleaning a window and going, hey, what the hell? So that was weird. But um, it's very, I mean, in typical Jim Carrey fashion, it's very clear when he's following the script and when somebody let him improvise. The, the, the two are very discernibly different. Very, very discernibly different. Yeah. Um, he got he got his his dance number in. Yeah, that was that was weird. That was I mean that that was weirder than that. Honestly, like as time has gone on, I've decided that him just randomly busting out into a weird dance musical number was weirder than the original design for Sonic. <laughs> I, I, I have come to that decision. I've come to that decision because it's just so left field and abrupt. And I'm not fully sold on it being character appropriate. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem like something his character would do in, in the movie. Yeah. So. But he does it, which, is, which makes it all the weirder. Yes. Um... But, I mean, James Marsden continues to show that he should have been a leading, you know, he should have been, he should have, he should have had a much better career up to this point of, like, getting lots of attention, yeah. roles, responsibilities, um, you know, I, he, I, he was a perfect Cyclops, but I feel like the MCU, even though they can't use him for that, could find something for him to do that just give him a good paycheck and get him some good public exposure. Yeah. James Marsden is, is perfectly, you know, perfectly competent actor. Um, there was a movie he was in with Jack Black. Was it uh, the D train like the big D or something like the that? D train? Got the D train. Yeah. Um, the big D is another movie. It's a, it's a different one. Um, yep. But, uh, I, I saw it recently, like, on a streaming service, and I, I meant to watch it after having seen Sonic, because I wanted to see how he is in it, because I really want to see him play kind of like the, the jerk, um, super famous dude, because he really hasn't had that. Well, the, the here's the funny thing about that movie, because it's another movie kind of like um, Passengers with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, where... There was the original synopsis that gave a big plot point away, and then and then at some point somebody realized they needed to keep that a secret, and so they got rid of it from the synopsis. Because I remember reading this that synopsis, and then seeing the trailer and going, "Wow, that is this the same movie?" Like. Cause it's, it, I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard veering to the left with that movie. Um, with, with what happens in it. Um, not, not that, not that I'm saying like, therefore don't watch it. I'm not saying therefore don't watch it more. Just you don't like, it's one of those movies. If you look at what kind of synopsises are posted for it now, mixed with the watching the trailer for it. 
I I can assure you, you aren't actually fully prepared to go watch that movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we, I mean, we saw Sonic, I mean, it's been a while, so I don't want to really give it a, like, a full-on, like, review or, or, or dig too hard into it, um, you know, it, it definitely took from other places, and it, um, you know, it's got the whole, it's got the same 20th Century Fox Quicksilver problem of, okay, you're showing how slow the world is when he's moving, but you keep having him stop moving, so why is the world still slow? Um, yeah. It had that, I mean, it had that same problem when it was doing its its bits with it, but, I mean, at the end of the day, if they make a sequel, I, I will be interested. I will be intrigued. Um, you know, we set up... we set up the possibility of having a sequel that goes more into the comic book realm of, um, like the princess and, um, that, that whole realm and essentially the potential of like, you know, quote unquote, getting, giving him a home, which would be a lot of fun. Um, and I think could, could offer up a lot of, really good potential. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited about that possibility. It was definitely, a, I will say though, it was definitely a movie made by people who played the video games and, and loved them. Uh, I, it was very, it felt more so than yeah. normal, like a movie made by people who actually played the games than a lot of video game adaptation movies. Yeah. Um, well, it ultimately made more money than even Detective Pikachu. So yeah. I would fully expect that a sequel would have a bigger budget and focus more on Tails and, and Knuckles and expand his world and, and more more characters yeah. for him to play with that are as that look as good as he do um, or he does. And uh and focus more on those characters rather than pairing him with with a human counterpart. But as far as human counterparts go, James Marsden wasn't a bad pick. He, no, you know, he's perfectly serviceable in the film. He's a good straight man, um, and I think he, yeah. But it also, I mean, yeah, no, I think him. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know. His relationship with Sonic um, was great. I, I like the fact that he kind of Sonic already connected to him before he even knew that Sonic existed. When he was, you know, looking through his window watching Speed, and yeah, um, when James Marsden and his wife or girlfriend is are having movie night together, yeah, um, yeah, that was really cute. And the fact that like Sonic had already built up a relationship between the two of them in his mind, and then James Marsden actually you know, makes it official towards the end of the film. Like they, they do become friends. They kind of grow together. So, yeah, um, it was nice. It's, 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 it's a cute kids movie. Oh yeah. Well, and also like it, I, I got for, for certain reasons why we had done the whole altering Sonic, um, from the initial trailer because of how shocked and horrified people were of it. Um, and rightfully so it did not look good. Um, but I I was still surprised that they had gone ahead and done it. But seeing the movie and realizing that he wasn't the only character who clearly had to have those tweaks and adjustments made to them, um, it definitely helped it make sense and make it understandable why that their decision to go ahead and and shell out yeah. the money to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, obviously, um, I mean, Duez and I are both big gamers, so, you know, we've, we both have been doing a lot of that, uh, you know, he's playing Doom Eternal cause he's a lucky son bitch who has money. Um, I'm revisiting the, the Borderlands franchise, uh, but there's also been some movie watching from us, um, 
you know, going, I mean, what, what movies have you been watching? I know, I know before we got to see Sonic, you got to see, um, you saw Birds of Prey. I did. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad that it's finally on, uh, you know, available for rent, um, or, or available to buy. I'm not sure if I, whether or not, um, which one you could do yet, but I saw that it was available and I'm, I'm glad cause I might actually pick it up cause it's, it's without question the most enjoyable film in the DCEU. Um, I had only ever watched the first three movies in the DC extended universe, that being Man of Steel, uh, Batman versus Superman and uh, Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad really put me off the whole DCEU. So I hadn't watched another film um, until Birds of Prey. And after seeing Birds of Prey, I went back and watched the entirety of uh, the DCEU. So at this point, I've seen Wonder Woman, and I've seen Justice League, and I've seen Aquaman and Shazam. Um, and I can say confidently that, that Birds of Prey is the best. I, I liken it a lot to um, Deadpool in the X-Men universe, because I think the way... You know, Harley Quinn and a lot of the characters were done a huge disservice in Suicide Squad. A lot of that was rectified in Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey is a very fun movie. Harley Quinn breaks the fourth wall a lot. It's very akin to Deadpool. Um, so I could see someone being frustrated with the X-Men universe after seeing X-Men Wolverine's uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine and uh, seeing the mistreatment and mishandling of Deadpool and not watching anything until you know, the Deadpool movie comes out. And kind of what my relationship was with uh, the DC Extended Universe, but Harley Quinn and the uh, Birds of Prey is definitely, definitely one to go see. Yep. I mean, my, my whole thing at the end of the day with the movie and why I, I just wasn't on board with it was, one, I, I was never sold on the on Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. I I just her she didn't do it for me in Suicide Squad. Um but I also just really really resented the marketing campaign of look it's a movie starring a bunch of women. Well, Harley Quinn. That we got some bit parts with with lady parts. But it's Harley Quinn everyone. Uh, and that, that annoyed me. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, well, I mean, you could see from the, you could see from the marketing of the film, you know, it was, it was originally the birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. And, you know, because of SEO, uh, search engine optimization, you know, they changed it at least for movie theaters, when you're purchasing tickets to just call it Harley Quinn um, or Harley Quinn colon birds of prey. uh, Because they knew that's what was getting people in the seats. Yeah. Um, And I mean, for for better or for worse, I mean, it's, people might not like it because it undercuts what the movie was supposed to be, but the movie was never a birds of prey movie. It's Harley Quinn movie first and foremost. And the birds of prey show up in the last, you know, five to 10 minutes. Um, Everyone in the film is good, though. Uh, I really enjoyed Ewan McGregor as uh, Roman Reigns. He's probably the best part. Or, not Roman Reigns. Black Mask. I'm forgetting the last name, but Roman. Yeah. Black Mask. Um, He he is having a hell of a time in the role. Um, He's really enjoying himself and being absolutely criminally insane. Um. So if nothing else, he's he's very enjoyable to watch. Well, that's good. He's he's not he's another one. He got a little bit of a, of extra love, but he's an, he's another one who never got quite enough love from Hollywood. Never quite got to be the A lister that he, so what he have you is. Been watching while in quarantine and before then. Um. Well. I wrote down a handful of the ones that I had watched that I felt were worth mentioning. Um, cause I've, I've watched some stuff that was a little disappointing or just flat out bad. 
Um, like I watched, uh, I finally got to watch Hollywood Shuffle, which is on Prime and is just such a fantastic film um, discussing and representing the um, what it's like to be to be black in Hollywood. Um, <clears throat> obviously, not a movie that I I can give full and proper insight into because I'm not. But I mean, I remember going to school for film and just constantly anyone you know anyone who was a person of color just being annoyed and frustrated during certain sections of classes because they thought, well, there are no roles in this realm for me, or I only get, ca- I'll only get cast as this in this realm of, of the industry. So why bother? And I always, I always got frustrated because they were some of the best actors in class and they're sitting there feeling, well, why bother? Uh, but the, the movie itself is fantastic. Um, yeah. I got to watch, um, Hair Love, the Oscar-winning short film from this year, uh, and yeah, they made they they must have made it with onions because I just so many tears. So it had to have been that it was made. You know, I I wasn't crying. It was, it was, it was. No, I was I was I was crying a lot during. It was phenomenal. It was uh, absolutely amazing. Um. I watched uh, Greener Grass, which is this weird as hell dark comedy about um, suburban moms and their like competitive nature to to appear perfect and have the perfect life. And it's one of those movies that just gets more and more weird and warped as as the movie goes on, um, and it never quite lands per se, but it's still like the performances of the, the two leads that are also the, the writer director team for the film are just fantastic. And, um, I, I'm totally Beck Bennett, I think is his name. Who's he's on SNL, the new DuckTales. He's in the movie. He's fantastic. He's hysterical. Um, gets a lot of good stuff to work with. And then, um, Actually, last night I watched Blow the Man Down, the new movie on Amazon Prime. It was really good. Okay. was really, really good. Um, I, I, w- I wanted, especially with the Greek chorus that they had set up for the movie, I wanted to see them really use that more than they did. But overall, the film was solid. It was good smart it was fun it was um funny in the right places um just amazing performances by everyone in the movie uh very well directed and shot so definitely if you have not had a chance to pop on amazon prime to check out that one you should watch that one as well as watching hollywood shuffle on prime because everyone should see that movie I think that's, I, I feel like that should be required reading. Um, did you watch anything? I mean, have you been watching anything? Like you talked about birds of prey and then you, you passed the baton to me. Have you watched any new movies? <laughs> um, well, the last thing I saw in theaters was onward. Um, and I know I talked very briefly about that, uh, in the beginning. Um, but onward, if I onward affected me more emotionally than probably any other film that I've ever seen in my life. Um, that being said, I didn't love the film. Um, I liked it a lot, but I do not think it is the highest of top tier Pixar. I think there are better Pixar films. Um, I think this film kind of the way that you described Coco, where it hit you, you know, it was a very personal story that spoke to you very specifically um, in a time where it spoke to you very specifically due to the circumstances you were in. Um, I think that is a similar situation that I had with Onward. Um, It affected me very, very deeply. Um, I'm an older brother. I'm a younger brother. I have a child. Wanted to grow into a young man. Um, I've 
historical figure in my life. Uh, it wasn't my father, but it was my grandfather. Um, and there are, I related to the film and the characters in the film on so many levels. Uh, so I, uh, Onward is definitely worth a watch. Um, I would like people to watch it and make your own opinion about the quality of the film, but it will certainly have you in tears by the end of it because I think it'll speak to a lot of different people. Um, but yeah, it was a movie that I almost couldn't drive home after watching because I was literally in such distress, <laughs> in tears in the car with my sister. Um, so I, I really encourage people to see it, but that's kind of the, the, one of the last things of note that I've, that I've been watching. Um, I've been playing a lot of video games, and I have been, funnily enough, just for the nostalgia kick um, while in quarantine, just to have something on in the TV. I've been putting on The Simpsons on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Disney. Since we didn't have enough in this episode already. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, to, to recap, we've been playing video games and crying. That's that's what we've been doing. <laughs> that's that's how we've spent our quarantine. <laughs> Sounds pretty normal. Yeah. I... I'm, I, I, I want to, I really want to watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire because it's on Hulu. I'm, I, I'm dying to watch it because I have heard so many great things. The problem is I don't really have a place in the house where I don't have my wife or my in-laws to explain why I'm watching a French film with two women constantly making out to them. Where it doesn't just feel weird that I'm yeah. sitting there with like headphones on watching a screen where that's going on or sitting in my room watching it on the TV. So it's one of those movies that I I'm just like at some point I'm just gonna have to like be up way, way, way too late to watch it or like get up before everyone else to watch it or something. Just cause everyone walks past and they, they look over my shoulder. So I'm very like I'm trying to watch stuff Sorry, where I don't, I'm trying to watch stuff where I don't have to, um, try to explain too much what the hell's going on on the screen. Um, but, uh, one of the earth, one of the, one of the things that we missed while, um, while we were on this unexpected hiatus is we hit our, uh, our one year anniversary at the beginning of the month. Uh, it's been a little over a year now since we started doing this podcast and and rambling and ranting and raving to all of you. And uh, I mean, do us how how do you feel a year a year later doing this? He's speechless. He's just he's just beside himself that or he didn't hear me at all. That's more likely. Do us. We're going for strong irony here. Yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> ironically, you, I, I, ironically, you, 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 you disappeared right when I was going to ask how you felt it's been doing this for a year. Technology. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry. Yeah, the connection's cutting in and out. Uh. We've been. I mean, we've been doing. We've, we've been doing this for a little. We we've been doing this for a little over a year now. Um. And it's you know we found. We've, we've found a little bit of a style and a rhythm to, to our chaos and what we're doing. Um, you know, we, we're, we're still not super, super tech savvy or, or professional grade on, on this show to, to be completely honest and realistic, but it's, it's still just a lot of fun for us. I know I've, uh, 
I know that thanks to some of my, my film picks for the show, I've irrevocably ruined the recommendation cues for all of Duez's streaming services. And now he, uh, he still occasionally yells at me for, for stuff that ends up on his cues. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, it's what happens when you get into the weirder side of film. Uh, but it's totally, it's, you know, it's, it's fun. It's gone from something that we do. Um, you know, it's gone from us sitting at like Denny's ranting and rambling and raving to, to us doing this. And it's, you know, it's fun. Um, do us, I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts about, uh, a year, a year older, a year more in denial? It's like we're planning this this terrible timing to this. I'm really not sure. Yeah, I was just. Uh, what are what are your thoughts about things a, a year later in doing doing this podcast? Well, I mean, I just you know, um, I don't know. I've always enjoyed talking to you about movies, especially when we you know we're working at the theater together, and we've kind of made it a more formal occasion um and we have an outlet for that and i really appreciate that and the fact that anyone wants to listen to it is surprising and humbling um and yeah we're not the most tech savvy and my phone doesn't work and ipads don't work and phones are left on while we're recording and you hear a vibration or something um but it's all kind of just the messy sort of fun that we have when we're recording. Um, you know, you have become a really close friend of mine. Um, one of my best friends as you know, and this podcast is a large part of that. Um, the fact that we have been made to stay in touch through movies we're watching together, um, or similar interests, things like that. Um, I just really appreciate that. I really appreciate you and your friendship. Um, and I am glad that we get to share our opinions with each other and with the couple people that want to listen to it. Fuck you. That was a better answer than what I gave. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, I mean, it's, it's true. You know, we were, you know, we were work buds when we were working at the theater together and, you know, I maybe once in a blue moon we f- we found ourselves um, spending a, any amount of time outside of work after you know together after work, um, and but then yeah we just kind of it just you know for months we were we found ourselves constantly hanging out at like one in the morning and till we finally yeah we did this and now like i mean we're we're uncles to each other's kids and you know we constantly are texting each other to check in check in on each other make sure the other one's doing all right and it's yeah i mean it's been really great to have just a a solid friendship that's that's been not created by doing this podcast, but has been solidified and and strengthened. That yeah, that's a, that's that's an awkward place for silence. I'll assume he agrees with me. Um, but but one of the other things that we uh, that we really wanted to do. I mean, it's a year later, and it's not just our friendship that that we have to be grateful for in doing this podcast we have uh so many of our fellow podcasters out there that we are friends with and that we've um, <laughs> um i live in the middle of nowhere so it's we, we'll joint blame um oh i completely lost him I'll try to give him, I'll give him a, a call back here while I continue to talk to you guys. Um, we have made a lot of really great friends 
during this time, I the first time music has been on this show, and it's this. Um, so we, you know, I really wanted to shout out to some of you guys out there. We've got, you know, you know, M over at uh, Verbal Diorama, just absolutely amazing show. We got to, you know. She, she graced us with her presence and, and talked Dracula and more importantly, Keanu Reeves with, with me. And it was just absolutely fun. Uh, still one of, uh, one of my fondest memories doing the podcast. Uh, another fond memory for me doing this podcast was having Nikki from over at Trivial Theater. One of, uh, one of the, the, the best shows on YouTube right now, in my opinion, uh, and not just because she decided to come on and 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 wax philosophical about the movie Serenity with me. Um, she she is just fantastic and smart with with what she does, and we had a lot of fun. Um, no duets, so Tove might get him back before the end of the episode. Might not. Um, so, again, very sorry about the technical difficulties. Um, but it's not just those two. You know, we had uh, um, Mike and Mike and Andy from, from over at uh, Geek Salad. You know, they, they, had me, they had me on to talk about uh, the movie Scrooged, and I had an absolute blast chatting with them. And... Um, yeah, I, I also got to go on movie marathoners with Monty and talk about 1917, which was such a great film. Um, and it was so much fun to, to just have these, all these new, smart, incredibly talented people to be talking with and bouncing ideas off of and thoughts off of and, um, having them, uh, pretend that pretend that I'm funny which I always appreciate um and I did want to give an uh, a sec extra side um slightly strange shout out to uh epic film guys because they they tried to have me on at one point unfortunately uh, I had some stuff happen that that made it not happen uh, but they you know they still extended the offer and this was back very early on when we were still new, um, relatively untested, and they hadn't really gotten to hear us. So, big thanks to them. He's back! <laughs> and hopefully to stay. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear good. you. Um, but, yeah, so a big, big shout-out and thank you to those guys. I'm just going... Do as just to catch up. I'm going through some of the the friends that we've made beyond just our friendship over our time here doing the show. Um, so I'm just giving a little, giving some shout outs and love out there. Um, and then we've got some we've got some great podcasts that are constantly putting us in like in their um, their follow Fridays, which I'm semi decent at, at thanking on the day, and I'm terrible at creating them myself. And I apologize for that. But we've got you know, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, another millennial reviewer, Ocho Duro, Parley Hour, which I probably pronounced wrong as I'm reading it, squinting in the dark here, um, and Beaver, and Beaver does movies, I mean, you guys are constantly, um, trying to spread the word about us by doing, by including us in your Fall of Fridays, and we're, we're incredibly grateful that you guys do that, um, and then, of course, you know, there's people like, I mean, Colby at, at, Colby told me, uh, just one of the coolest guys that is out there right now. He is the, he's the kind of guy that, that I always talk to and then think I should apologize for wasting his time. He's too cool. For, <laughs> he's too cool to have been bothered with me. Um, got Amy at films with Amy always includes, um, always in, tags us in, the, the incredible stuff that she's, that she's writing and working on such, um, great stuff. I always try to make sure to retweet it cause it really is just, um, it's just some smart, fun work that she's doing that, that deserves as much attention as it can get. Um, and then of course, you know, Nick and Tiff at black girls do stuff too. I mean, 
Nick, one of these days, I am going to get you a date with Chris Evans. It is going to happen. I, I am, I am so determined in ways that are borderline inappropriate. Um, I don't know how, but I'm sure they're borderline inappropriate, but just smart and funny, hysterical ladies, um, doing great work and always just fun to, to, even if it's more, even if it's just throwing gifts of Chris Evans at each other, just talking online is always just a huge blast. Um, and then the last one, uh, that I wanted to give a shout out to, uh, and I, I'm saving him for last cause he's a little bit of a cheat is juicy at the fighting with myself podcast. Um, he, you know, he's brought in a, t- a ton of people from the, the MMA world. He's, he, he's a fantastic, smart, funny podcast about MMA fighting. And he's brought a lot of that world. He's always like trying to bring some of the people from that world over to listen to, to us and some of the other film podcasts out here. Uh, so a lot of love to him. And of course it's a cheat because juicy and I are friends that go way back. Uh, we are college friends. He was the best man at my wedding. Um, I was not the best man at his. He said everyone was the best man, but that's bullshit. It's not, it's one or none. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we're, so we we're both, I mean, we were both there for each other's special days, marrying our, our wives. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a long way from, from, he, he will still tell people that his first initial thought of me was this guy's an asshole. So we've gone a long way from that to wanting me to be part of a special day. And so again, yeah, he's done, uh, he's been a great help with getting the world of MMA and the world of film kind of talking to each other on a regular basis, which is fantastic. So, all right. So guys, um, yeah. So again, and there, I'm, I guarantee you there are people that are on the list of, of good friends that we've made that I did not mention. And to any of you that I forgot, please berate me online for it. Um, I should, I shouldn't have forgotten anyone. Uh, you're the, the community as a whole by and large are obviously the, you know, you get the people that are super fans of one thing or another, and they, they can be kind of verbally abusive to others. And of course those people just need to shut up. But, um, but by and large, the film Twitter community is so much fun to be a part of and so much fun to be around. Um, it's, you know, I'm my, my wife laughs all the time because I've gone from being somebody who had a Facebook that he never really ever opened up to now I'm regularly on, I'm constantly on Twitter talking to all you guys, um, and reading the stuff that you guys are writing and, and, and listening to shows and, and, and watching YouTube videos and, and reading articles. Like, I, I'm now like engulfed in this world based through Twitter, which again, my wife just thinks is absolutely hysterical. Um, so yeah, to all of you, we say thank you, um, so much from the bottom of our hearts for, for welcoming us into this community. It's been an amazing year of getting to know so many of you and we look forward to many more years not just for the sake of us getting to do a show, but we, we look forward to many more years of the great content that you guys are putting out. Um, you know, it's so often I, I find myself listening to podcasts, especially when people do like top tens or top fives and I'll sit there listening to it, like driving at the, you know, up until recently to work or, doing something at home with headphones in and I'll just be like, Oh, I just, God, if this was a call in, I'd be on the phone right now with these assholes correcting them. Um, but always in fun, always in fun. Um, that, or I want to call, call in just to be like, I love you for mentioning that movie. (laughs) So I know, I know there've been a lot of us since the beginning of the year that have been getting to celebrate our one year anniversaries. And it's just been a joy to, to be a part of that community. So again, thank you guys. Um, yes, but yeah, thank you. Um, um, obviously if, if you're 
corresponding with with someone on Twitter, ninety nine times out of a hundred, it's going to be Tom. The fall of Friday, getting the word out about us. Um, I know Tom's kind of taking the lead on social media, um, but I see it. You know, I see a lot of it as well. Um, I still really appreciate it. I'm still kind of humbled by it and kind of astonished that anyone wants to listen to us ramble about movies. Um, yeah, but it's great. It's I get to talk to my, I get to talk to one of my best friends and have people listen to us and you know hopefully agree or disagree with us. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's that's the great. I mean, I right now I know in like the coming year for myself, if I had to say if I had goals, it's just um, to to have more of you guys come on the show hopefully uh, i'd love to love to keep having people come on the show um you know we we've had some guest spots in the talks and in the works for for a few people and um a lot of that got slowed down because of what's going on and again because of my show um that i was in it's not even my show i was like middle rung supporting role um, <laughs> it's not my show, a show I was in. Um, but you know, I would love to have, uh, you know, I'd love to keep having you guys on and I'd like to, to do more of the, you know, the lists and, you know, lists kind of stuff. Um, cause I, I, you know, it's, it's fun and it, it, you know, all you, all you guys are doing it and you guys are having fun doing it. So I want to have fun doing it too. So there, <laughs> but, um, uh, Alex, uh, do you have any, uh, over the course of the next year goals? Um, over the course of the next year, I mean, uh, you know, I would love to make this more consistent. I know we are the biggest offenders, me specifically of, uh, not having a consistent schedule, um, not being able to pick a day necessarily to choose to record or to, um, you know, get our content out. Uh, but that would be my biggest goal is to, you know, have some consistency in our schedule um, and have a schedule to, to put out to, you know, give our listeners something to look forward to and something yeah. to anticipate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, having things a little more routine. Um, if, if for nothing else, to be able to say that we're routine enough that we can judge our toddlers that we're trying to potty train. Um, yeah. <laughs> feels, feels hypocritical to be like, oh, come on, shit or get off the pot, and then we're constantly going, hey, I can't record this week. How's next week for you? <laughs> a touch hypocritical, but, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, and yeah, it's, I, I agree. The, uh, gain, gain that, gain that routine back would be great. Um, part of it for me will just be, you know, having my own place again. Um, yeah. you know, having my, having my own place where I can have like a corner of the house. that's mine. Cause right now it's like, okay, do I want to record tonight? Well, let's see. My phone is at 15%. And it's 11.30 at night, so I'm not going to record tonight, because by the time my phone's charged enough for me to take it out to the car to record, it's super late at night. So I know for me that becomes something, whereas I constantly just sat there with everything plugged in when we recorded back yeah. in my old home. So. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, those, you know, I know for myself that's that's a big goal for me, Um you know, continuing to, you know, just continuing to enjoy all the, the material you guys are putting out there. You know, the more of it that I can be listening to the better, especially right now, right now is a great time to be, you know, find new podcasts that you haven't listened to. If, if you know, if you're listening and anyone that we mentioned, you haven't heard of, give them a listen, hear what, you know, hear what they're talking about, hear their show, give it, you know, give, give some episodes a listen. Don't just go with, you know, the latest episode, find some episodes all throughout their history that, um, that are, that you don't know that you can, uh, sink your teeth into. Um, 
I know, I know we want people listening to us, but yeah, make sure you're listening to, to everyone. Make sure you're giving everyone a, a, a do, a do share and, and, and some, some of your time and attention. I've been very vulgar low this episode. I'm just, I'm just now realizing that. Strange. Alex, Alex usually brings a lot of language in me. He's, he just went quiet. So I'm not, I'm not sure where he went. Um, he just went away. If you didn't hear that little bip sound. Um, so with that in mind, um, unfortunately that is, uh, it's, you know, it's a good signal to just call it here. Um, at this point it's just a bunch of sad little ranting and rambling. So, uh, Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you so much for putting up with the, the audio quality of this episode. I know it's been a little rough. Um, we will be back hopefully next week. I, a lot of it's just uh, we gotta we both got to hunker down and without being able to be face-to-face, get everything flushed out. But uh, we will hopefully be talking to you guys again soon. So uh, for Alex... To us, this is Thomas Green saying, uh, stay home, stay safe, do that instead of going to work, and uh, watch a good movie. Take care.